0: You're listening to Advancing Our Church.
1: Uncertainties, to the anger, to the excitement. Um, for me personally, it was more of this uncertainty. Going forward, as dioceses are making these difficult decisions, it's having buy-in from all of your constituents. I believe that Bishop Bears and Dr. Fromuth were in that position for a reason. They had to make a difficult but necessary decision on how can we continue to promote Catholic education in Brooks County.
0: Welcome to episode six. I feel blessed. I gotta tell you, I am a proud Papa this week. All three of my kids are in karate and after two years they have received their brown belt. So excited for them. This is just one of those days that I'm feeling lucky and blessed by the gifts that God has given to me. What has he done for you? And how are you using your gifts to advance our church? That's the name of the game here. We are a Catholic stewardship, leadership, and advancement podcast dedicated to the missionary spirit of the new evangelization. That's right, I said leadership. I've added leadership because I feel it needs to be called out as part of our mission statement. Leadership is key to success in all aspects of our work, and it's actually already becoming a reoccurring theme on our show here. I want to thank all of you who are listening for the first time, especially those from the Burke's Catholic community who tuned in for our interview today. The Tony Ballister interview last week brought in record numbers, and I have a feeling that John Foster's interview today is going to do the same. But before we go there... A little housekeeping. So last week, I announced a drawing for a $25 Visa gift card for those who leave me a rating on iTunes by June 17th. And some of my listeners contacted me and told me that they were having some problems. Thank you all for doing this. Rating our show helps to promote it and encourages others to give us a try. So I really do appreciate it. And just so you know, you cannot leave a rating in the iPhone podcast app. You actually have to leave that app and go to the iTunes store. So here's the easiest way to do it. So first, go to my website, advancingourchurch.com. You will see a list of ways to to subscribe to my podcast and click on the subscribe in iTunes. It's the purple button. That will open it up in iTunes, and then you can click on reviews and you can leave a review. After you fill out a brief review, it might take a minute to load and you'll have to come up with a unique username. It can be anything. Um, And some have found that by actually doing this on a desktop is actually easier. So going to advancingourchurch.com on our website, clicking on that purple iTunes button then opens up the iTunes app and you're off and running. So you can try it on your phone or you can try it on on your desktop. Either way, it'll work. But again, on June 17th, I'll announce the winner of the $25 gift card, and I do appreciate all your help in promoting our show. All right, guys, with that out of the way, let's get to work. I'd like to introduce you to our guest today, John Foster, and to say that John is impressive would be an understatement. John will tell you more about himself in a minute, but what you need to know about John going into this interview is that John was a junior at Reading Central Catholic when it was announced that his school was going to merge with Holy Name High School, and that the location of the new school, Berks Catholic, was to be at the site of the former Holy Name High School. As a senior, John became president of the senior class of 2012 at Berks Catholic. John and his classmates will celebrate their five-year reunion this summer. And so with that very brief introduction, here is my interview with John Foster. John, why don't we start with, uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing now. When did you When did you graduate from Berks Catholic?
1: Sure. So I'm a 2012 graduate of Berks Catholic High School. I was a part of the inaugural graduating class of Berks Catholic, and this year we'll be celebrating our fifth-year class reunion. It's hard to believe that five years has already wow. transpired. Wow. Um, After Berks Catholic, I went on to Duquesne University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I was a double major in history and international relations with concentrations in U.S. foreign policy and security studies. I graduated with the class of 2016. I'm currently working with the U.S. Department of State in the Executive Development Division. and In my role as program support, I train U.S. ambassadors in leadership and management, I'll be with the State Department until fall 2018, and then I begin my graduate program at Tufts University's Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy, where my master's will be in international law and diplomacy with specializations in international security studies and conflict resolution.
0: Wow. Very impressive, John. And what uh, what do you ultimately hope to do with your education?
1: I hope to become a Foreign Service officer and— As The world is becoming less safe. We need more um, More involvement not time to come home and fold up but rather to engage the world more and to showcase and um, Highlight our values that make this country what it is a country of diversity a country That has given so many people including myself opportunities and to share that with with the world Um, so I would love to be a Foreign Service Officer and work at various embassies throughout the world promoting the values that our country strives to promote each and every day.
0: That's, that's phenomenal, John. And how do you think your Catholic uh, education has given you the, the foundation?
1: I would say that looking back in my 16 years of Catholic schooling, it's hard to believe from kindergarten all the way up until my graduation from Duquesne, There has been many transitions, but the constant that i found throughout my Catholic schooling from kindergarten to now is the call of service and the call to serve God and to serve others. And that has been instilled in me from youth to now. And looking at those two values, it's more of a vocation, you know, how can I make a difference in the world for good? Mm -hmm. And I attribute that to the religious order that I had in my grade school, to the phenomenal teachers I had in high school, to the Spiritans, the Holy Ghost Fathers at Duquesne, who have continued to instill that value in me. How can I serve others? Um, At Duquesne, there's a quote that the Spiritans have for their mission, And it says pray constantly and for all things to give thanks this is the will of god for you in christ jesus and that just shows you to me that it really is this call of service and how we can be there for one another people we may never even know but how can we be that example of spreading the gospel and i think that too often we kind of put ourselves in boxes where you have to be in a certain profession but I'm learning through my Catholic schooling that that call of service is to everyone and to anyone, regardless of their vocational path.
0: It certainly is. Wow, very impressive, John. You're an inspiration to all of us. That's that's fantastic. So, I want to take you back back to high school. Um, let's go back to Central Catholic and uh, you found out uh, the day that uh, the letter came home from the Bishop. what was the what was the initial mood when folks found out that the the merger was going to take place? Do you recall?
1: Absolutely. Um, two points. One, I would say within the Foster family, there was this sense of irony. Um, and I give this a running joke with Mr. Crumis and with Bishop Bears. When it was announced that Central Catholic was merging with Holy Name, it was kind of comical in the aspect that both of my schools for grade school and high school have closed. And the running joke was, wherever John Foster goes, that school tends to close down. <laughs> so, so my grade school, Cabrini Academy, closed when I got to Central. Mm. And now I got to Central, and then Central were to, was to merge. So then I joked to Bishop Harris, the reason why I didn't invite him to be a commencement speaker at Duquesne is because I wanted Duquesne to stay open yeah. years after I left. So, <laughs> so that was a Foster family reaction. It but is. It's funny. Um, when the announcement was made, um, I can recall very vividly um, a range of emotions. There were students like myself who had such ties to Central Catholic, and there were people who were at Holy Name who had such ties to Holy Name as well. I saw tears, I saw anger, I saw frustration, and I saw excitement. So you really saw the spectrum of emotions. And looking at that, you saw the fear of losing traditions because you had these two powerhouses in Berks County, you know, you had central Catholic that has been uh, just a powerhouse and a staple in Berks County history for over 70 years and Holy Name as well. You, know, you had that for over 40 years and now you are going to merge these two schools, despite having that Catholic identity, they were two entities and two integrate that, it caused a lot of unrest, so to speak. Um, And it was tough because one of the beauties of Central Holy Name collectively is its small but vibrant alumni network. And you saw a lot of alums uncertain of where this new direction was going to go. So to answer your question, it was a range of emotions from the uncertainties to the anger to the excitement Um, For me personally, it was more of this uncertainty. While it's a great experience, this is a huge transition, how how are the cards going to fall? And what is my role going to be in this? Because one of the things I pride myself on and what I always give kudos to the diocese is in all my schooling from kindergarten to 12th grade, and I think it's the beauty of Catholic school, you have these small, intimate class sizes where you're not a number, where everyone is a someone. Mm-hmm. And I thought that we would lose that, because here you are in a class of 12 to 20 students where the, where the instructor knows you by your first and last name. They taught your parents, and they have taught your siblings. And now I thought we were going to lose that. And here we are, merging holy names, a couple hundred students, and central a couple hundred students, are we now going to be in a class of 40, 45 students? Are we going to lose that, that intimacy where that's where that closeness comes in? So that was my uh, initial reaction, and I'm glad to say that those that reaction never came to fruition because you still had that intimacy, and you had phenomenal educators who wanted to promote that, keep that where you do have that individualized attention. You do have that intimacy where you're not a number. And I believe that that's one of the many characteristics Of Catholic schools that you don't have in the public school systems where you have large class sizes where it was just interesting to have instructors have that intimate relationship where sometimes you learn more outside of the classroom than you did in the classroom so that was one of my concerns going forward was how is all this going to work
0: yeah yeah absolutely and uh, and not long after, as a member of the student council, they actually brought you on to the Holy Name Campus, which would eventually become the Burke's Catholic Campus. What was that like, kind of that—it that was the first gathering of the two student councils together to begin to talk about what would the new school become?
1: It was very intimidating, because in that moment, that was truly an opportunity for leadership, because— it was a high-stakes conversation. I had my constituents, so to speak, I had Central Catholic in mind and how I could best represent them and best represent students, where my counterpart had the interest of holy name and their students. So going into that, it was, how can we get our interests across without being overbearing or uh, complacent, so to speak? Or inferior because again you have a you have these two schools that have had this beautiful rivalry for so many years yeah and now it's the fear and I think going back to your last question the fear was central is going to lose its identity by merging with holy name because these people the the students who were part of holy name they would still be reporting to the same school to the same building to the same sports complex and central was going to lose its identity Right. So it was talking to my peers, how can we maintain our identity in going forward to Burke's Catholic? So that initial meeting, I was more intensive, more uh, more introspective on what I wanted to see, as opposed to going in, you know, with my with my talking point. I was open, you know, to where the Holy Spirit was going to guide us. and I went in there initially thinking that I'm going to represent Central's interests, but I walked out of there saying I'm going to represent Burke's Catholics' interests. Hmm. How can we put our beautiful traditions, integrate them, and move forward with this new vision that we're all called to grow in?
0: That's beautiful. And, and did you sense your classmates and, the, and your, your newfound friends at Holy Name beginning to feel that same sense of spirit?
1: gradually yeah I think took time the it, it did and I think that the, the turning point was when we had it was it was a beautiful raw expression of emotions when we realized you're no different than I am we have the same interests we love our school we love our traditions we love we have pride for our school and it's how can we continue that and integrate I I think looking back, I would shy away from using the term merger, but more of the integration. How can we integrate these two entities into one entity? And when it seemed as if the Holy Spirit and the bishop just had everything, you know, just the steps were just ordered. And when we saw, you know, the, un, the un, uh, revealing of um, our crescent and our seal of Unum and Christa, one in Christ. It just, it, it, it was clockwork because it showed that we really are one in Christ. And when you saw my sense of openness and you saw the sense of openness to my counterparts, it's, we're going to be okay. Of course, there's going to be growing pains, and a lot of uncertainties. You saw that play out in, in, in the transition team. But I think you saw the progression and the progress when people left their egos at the door and said, how can we... Focus on the soul mission, not how can we keep Central and Holy Name vibrant and open, but how can we advance Catholic education in Berks County? And that's when the light bulb went off.
0: Yeah, and that's well said. As I recall from my time as part of this experience, there was some resistance on on in both camps, if you will, um, and that, that resistance died quickly after your uh, meeting with the student council. Once the students councils met, and people saw that the students were going to make this work, it was a real turning point, I think, from a public relations standpoint and, and for the whole community. Would, would you agree?
1: I would. And myself, Bishop Bears, and Mr. Fermat, we reflected on this point many times. I believe that there's a difference because you saw the difference from the, the frustration to excitement when you saw student buy-in. And I think that that's what was lacking initially is that here is this decision. If you would like to say mandate, this is what we're doing. I think that's where people kind of had the rub, you know, everyone loves change, but no one wants to be changed. So that's kind of where it was like, Oh, I don't know what I'm getting here. But when students said, listen, we're the ones who are going to be walking through the halls, you know, we have to go through this. So when you kind of saw this unification of students, that's where you saw that progression forward. I remember, and Mr. Frum, uh vividly reminds me almost every time I see him, when we were talking about uniforms. Something so that something that seems obsolete, but it was very it was very profound. And this isn't to put a feather on my cap, but I remember we were at a transition meeting, and this is when people still had. Um, they, they still had their territory gained, so to speak. They, used, they were still edging to get their point across. And we got on the topic of uniforms, and it was what is the logistics going to be for uniforms, especially for juniors who are going to be seniors, which was my class. It's not fair for juniors to buy new uniforms so students who are juniors in at Holy Name and Juniors Central going to their senior year, they could wear their Central and Holy Name uniform. And it was well-received at the transition meeting. And I forget the exact number of those who made up the committee, but I remember sitting there, and this is maybe the week after we learned about the motto of Unum and Christa, one in Christ. And I said, okay, this is where this student leadership, this is why I'm here. So I remember raising my hand and I asked this from, I said, can I speak out for a moment? He goes, sure. And I said, I have discontent with this idea of seniors, knowing that this would hit my parents financially, seniors wearing different uniforms, because it sends a mixed message. How can we say we're one in Christ when you have seniors with different uniforms? Something so simple, but it was just, yeah. you're either fully in or you're partially in. It's right. either one or the other. So. You know, and I, I got quite the flack on social media. You know, who is this guy telling me, huh. you know, I can wear this or that? I was like, my goodness, this is a uniform, you know? <laughs> um, but it's a big deal. That, it's a symbol. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it was one of those things that, you know, there's a lot of complaining. There's a lot of, you know, wailing of just, well, the tradition of Central, the tradition of Holy Name has to live on. I said, it's much more than that. Are you—is it the tradition— of your name being on the wall or is it the tradition of Catholic education, Brooks County? And I think that's what the, the defining moment was. So to see that and to see the student buy in to see that, Hey, we're with the program, we're going to move forward to just to see, it was just un- unbelievable to be in a classroom. My, my junior class at central was 66 students it was either 56 or 66, Mm -hmm. to now going to a graduating class of over 179 students. And you just think of the resources that Holy Name had and the resources that Central had, and to integrate them, it was truly exciting. You know, athletically, academically, socially, it was everyone knew each other from all the theater schools, you know, growing up. So it's now you're putting them under one big tent and moving that forward. So I just thought it was just phenomenal. And when people saw the student buy-in, you saw a change of attitude.
0: Yeah, you really did. What was that like to serve? So you served, um, you mentioned the transition team. Uh, We both served on that. That was a combination of the student councils as well as some administrators and some adults. Uh, What were some of the decisions that you can recall that we made at that
1: table? We we made a variety of decisions. It ran the gamut from uniform selection to mascots to financial aid packages, things of that nature. And I want to speak, I already spoke about the uniforms, but I want to speak about the uh, mascot Again, something that seems so simple, but it goes back to my point of the reason why this was such a positive transition was because of the student buy-in. And I remember when we we were naming different mascots for Burt's Catholic, and we were naming different names to call us. You know, we had the Saints, we had the Crusaders, we had the Ravens, we had the Patriots, all these different options. And it seemed very, um, very painstaking in these meetings. But when you would take that back to Central and the Holy Name, students would be so enthused and energized to remember us being on what our mascots would be. And by a long shot, you had the Saint and you had the Saint Bernard be selected. And you saw students have that buy-in. And I think that going forward as dioceses are making these difficult decisions, it's having buy-in from all of your constituents. So looking at the transition team, you saw current students, you saw uh, alums, you saw current faculty, you saw clergy get all of your heavy hitters, people who make Catholic schools what they are. And by having all of them in the same room with different interests and different experiences, and for us to be able to reach consensus, I can remember, and we can probably go on to Red and Eagle and see the divisiveness from when <laughs> the merger was announced to where it is now. And you, I, I think truly, yeah. and it's not to look down on anyone, but I think people would be Ashamed of what they wrote then to what they wrote now. and it it's just there there's just this vibrant buzz, and that every time that I go back to Burkss Catholic, and visit my alma mater, it's like it's unbelievable that we were at this point five years ago where we never thought this day would come. And here we are five years later. So the so the transition team, one of the concerns was that this is just optics. This is just a group of people. To meet who don't have any say in this. But I, I credit to you, to Bishop Bears, and then Dr. Frometh, of how you took our suggestion and our input and our concerns. And you made decisions and you were very open to these valid concerns. And I believe that you all played an integral role into where we're at today, because that was truly the foundational building blocks of what Birch Catholic is today. And I think although we're at the same building that housed Holy Name for well over four years, it's completely different on, on, on the interior, yeah. just the vibrant, just how, just the spirit and just the atmosphere. And for that to be noticeable within five years, it's unbelievable. You notice that within our year of graduation. Um, I don't get me wrong. There were definitely some growing pains in our first year, but when we, laid the foundation. I, I still say that my hairline receded greatly my senior year being student body president. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that, that, that's a whole nother story. That's a tough first
0: year, John. You took on quite a exactly. lot. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, and it, it's just, it's funny because looking back, you see the growing pain and you see how how minuscule they were, you know? Yeah. Um, who's, who's gonna say the morning announcements, you know? Uh, this teacher has this office space. It, you know, it was this tit-for-tat. And when people took a step back and realized what's going on, and one of, the, one of my most memorable moments at Burst Catholic, there, there's, there's many, there was a day where we had, during Catholic Schools Week, and it was um, Holy Name had a tradition where they called it um, Color Wars, and then Central they had a tradition where it was called Battle of the Classes. And essentially, it was each class competing against each other. And there were different relay events. You know, we had uh, the wheelbarrow race. You had tug-of-war, all these little events that encouraged team building. Mm -hmm. And I can remember when the decision was made back in in the early or in the late winter months, um, back in 2011, and then to see that a year later, and to see me in the stands with 180 other friends competing against the other classes, it was truly emotional, because I knew what it took and the sacrifices myself and other individuals have made in order for that to be reality. Because at that moment, you didn't see red or blue. Yeah. You saw Burke's Catholic, yeah. and it's one of those things—it's um, a cliché, but it's very true— from the outside looking in, it's hard to understand. From the inside looking out, it's hard to explain. Sure. And I don't believe that people truly appreciate all that went into Burke's Catholic. And it's just, it, it's beautiful. It's amazing to see that and to see how we're on this continual upward trajectory of enrollment, of just developing and expanding. It's absolutely amazing.
0: It really is. It's very impressive, very impressive. You alluded to it before, John, but you were the first uh, senior class president for Burke's
1: Catholic. what What
0: was it like uh, taking that role on?
1: It was It was very daunting. Yeah, um, I can imagine. But I will say that I will say that that role it, it wasn't a title, that, that role prepared me for where I'm at now yeah um I was thinking that, that. Laid the, yeah because because that laid the foundation to my time at Duquesne University. I've been fortunate enough that every school I attended, I was elected a student body president and um that that's the greatest honor I could ever ask for someone to believe in me and to believe in my message and um it was truly humbling to go to go from students to God to offer up my prayers. and go from God to students, you know, and to ask and pray to be the best student leader that I could be. And one of the things that I always wanted to make sure that students knew about me in in these leadership roles is that I had their best interests at stake. And there were times when myself and the administration did not necessarily see eye to eye. I wanted students to believe that their voice was heard. And being in that role my senior year at Berks, it was one of the greatest um, honors of my life because I had a back seat, or I had a front row seat to the things that happened behind the scenes. And to be a value partner in school decisions between administration and the board of directors, um, it was a great experience. And what, what I saw was... It was tough because while I had to, I don't want to say cater, but while I had to be sensitive to the needs of current students, students who were at Burke or students who were at Central and Holy Name when the merger was announced, you you had to be sensitive to them because to us, the rug was just pulled out from underneath us. But in that same vein, I had to be forward-leaning and visionary how Bishop Bears was challenging us to be, because when we had our step-up day, as we called it, where we would welcome uh, students from our partner schools—we used to call them feeder schools um, back when I was in grade school—but our partner schools, our grade schools throughout Reading and um, Berks County, when they would come up to visit Central Holy Name, so then when we merged, we were at Berks Catholic, and we had had a preview day, a step-up day for um, grade school students. And I said to these students, they have no idea of what went into this. So how can we get them to be energized and excited for Berks Catholic? So yeah. it was kind of a tandem. How can I keep the students energized and knowing that their concerns are heard? But in that same way, how can I be visionary and forward-leaning in making sure that this stays of reality and it progresses as we go forward. So that was again the greatest honor. Of my time at Burke Catholic was serving as a student voice. Yeah. To two administrators.
0: Yeah, and you know, speaking of the administrators, you've mentioned quite a, quite a bit here in this interview uh, about Dr. Phil Fromith, uh, the superintendent and secretary for education, and Bishop Barris, who was uh, our bishop at the time. Um, it sounds as though they kept in close you you kept in close contact with them not only in that first year but since then. How has that played a role in the way you've seen this transition, this merger and and, and the leadership of the diocese?
1: It, it, played, it played a great role. Um, we all are in agreement that, um, whichever one of us is called home, that the other two would put them up for sainthood because of this transition. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, we're, we definitely have have a pack. Yeah. but one of those things, um, this this transition, and again, being in the moment you don't see it, I remember in that moment that I alluded to earlier, having so much frustration, and to be honest, disappointment in Dr. Fromith and Bishop Bears because I felt like the rug was pulled up from underneath me. Um, and it was why us? I only had one more year, you know. And sure. again, being and being sensitive to the concerns of both Holy Name and Central Parents, you know, for quite some time you had central boosters who were preparing for a new Central Catholic to be built. Yeah. So that's where that frustration came in. And then We saw the economic economic recession and everything come to a a huge grinding halt back in 2008 and everything. So that obviously there were many parts. So that's sure, that frustration came in and disappointment. But I believe that Bishop Bears and Dr. Frommuth were in that position for a reason. They had to make a difficult but necessary decision on how can we continue to promote Catholic education in Berks County. And looking back selfishly, it's do we keep these two schools separate and, you know, what they may both be in the red, or can we put them together, you know, and have, you know, a surplus or, you know, really become a powerhouse? So, knowing what I know now, I would definitely have a different approach, but we don't get that type of enjoyment. But through this transition, I have such great respect and admiration for Dr. Frometh. Her Bishop Bears, and um, to this day, and I can call my cell phone provider to pull up the data, I can attest that I would get a phone call from Bishop Bears at least once a month, check it in on me. Wow. And that has meant so much. Um, and this is after graduating high school. Wow. And it was to the point where when I got to Duquesne, he put me in contact with one of his classmates from the seminary who was stationed out in Pittsburgh. And it was one of his classmates in Rome. So for him to go out of his way, you know, to be the shepherd of the Diocese of Allentown, to him to take a personal interest in me and my uh, spiritual formation was just so humbling. Um, another quick antidote was Bishop Bears and I were very fond of each other, knowing the role that we both played in transition. And um, we the, the, the relationship truly did blossom. And I'll never forget, it was during our graduation ceremony at Alvernia University, and I processed in. So it was the student council processed in, and then it was um, the bishop and then teachers. So as we processed in, we're up on stage. Everyone who's a part of the... Um, everyone who was up on the stage, and we're looking in the back of the gym, and we see if the line's are not moving, and everyone's wondering, why is the line moving? And you could see Bishop Bears' staff is standing there, and they were like, who is the bishop talking to? And Mr. Ballester said, Bishop Bears is talking to, to the foster family. So <laughs> that just shows you he held up graduation. Yeah. just to talk to my parents, and um, it just shows you that intimate relationship. So um, to circle home on your question, that continued relationship with Bishop Ayers it started, I remember, in the gym of Central Catholic. After the announcement was made, there was a lot of uncertainty, and um, he asked to meet with a few student leaders, and um, we talked for over an hour uh, in the back of the gym. And I said, Bishop Ayers, I said, you know what would be great? I said, there are about 66 juniors who are uncertain about this merger, do you have a few minutes to talk to them? And he said, absolutely. So he took all the students, all the juniors, we met in the cafeteria and talked for over an hour, and he heard their concerns. Wow! And he did the same thing over at Holy Name. And to see that, to me, I have so much respect for him because it showed his invested interest yeah. in wanting to take this idea and turn it into reality. And that same dedication goes to Dr. Frummeff. Um, he was just awarded the Monsignor Borneman Award this past, uh, fall, I believe yes. fall or spring. And, um, father Eugene Ritz reached out to me and he said, I think out of Dr. from's over 25 year career in Catholic education, you were his favorite student because of that <laughs> transition. <laughs> he would love, he would love to hear from you. And I remember, unfortunately, with my work schedule at the state department, I was unable to come home to go to Berks Catholic for his ceremony, and I wrote him a heartfelt letter, and I said, um, Dr. Frometh I said, I want you to know how you have inspired me, not only as a person, a student leader, but as a Catholic. And he emailed me back later that night, and he said, John, I made it through the whole day of my award ceremony, but there were two moments where I choked up. He said, one moment was when I acknowledged my wife and my family, and the second one was reading her letter. And to me, that was what it was all about, because we all had a great appreciation for the sacrifice and dedication of so many of our stakeholders and people who made this a reality. And it's just very heartfelt. And I, I it it was tough for me to say farewell to Bishop Bears as he went on to his next assignment. But um, these one of the things that I've learned is that these decisions aren't easy. But seeing these two and their vested interest in the development of Catholic education and keeping it vibrant and growing, it's just truly, truly amazing to watch. And for them, To have a continued interest and investment in my growth as a person, both spiritually, professionally and academically, just just means the world. And that is just a testament to my experience within the Diocese of Allentown and Catholic education. You have people who truly want to provide an education for the mind, the heart and the spirit. And it's just sometimes words words fail us.
0: Wow. Well, John, this has been phenomenal. You've uh, you just uh, given the most powerful witness, I think, for Catholic education that anybody could ask for, and um, you're such a, a, a wonderful example of what the, the very best that I think Catholic education can produce, and the efforts that that everybody in, in the education industry puts puts forward. So, thank you. Really appreciate your time tonight. This has been fantastic.
1: Thank you for having me, Jim. It's been great. Um, it's one of the things that I've I've said, and I made. I promise to myself is that I have been so blessed and privileged to attend Catholic education my whole life. And I know that Catholic school educators don't make the most money. They make a lot of sacrifices. They wear a lot of hats. And I've always promised myself that I would do anything in my capabilities to promote Catholic education. And I'm honored to be a part of your podcast because my story is one story of many. There are so many students who are products of Catholic education, and I believe that that product is someone who was instilled two values, the value of themselves and the value of learning, and to be a lifelong learner. And those are just some of the many things that I recall from my Catholic experience from grade school up until college. And it's just, I'm glad to see that our diocese is continuously growing. And there truly is a commitment to Catholic education and the formation of students in our diocese, and I'm glad to contribute in any way that I can.
0: I want to thank John for being on our show this week, and in a special way, I want to again thank Tony Ballister and the entire Burks Catholic community for being part of Advancing Our Church. For me, personally, it was so gratifying to see how far you've come in six years, and what is yet to come for the Berks Catholic community. I posted some additional links and pictures about Berks Catholic on our website. And for more information about Berks Catholic High School, I encourage you to visit their website at berkscatholic.org. Well, that's our show this week. I want to thank you for joining us for the sixth episode of Advancing Our Church. If you'd like more information about our show, please visit our website at advancingourchurch.com You can follow us on Twitter at Advanced Podcast or join our Facebook group. Once again, if you'd like to support our show, give us a rating on iTunes or keep retweeting and reposting our show on social media. We certainly appreciate it. Well, that's it for me. I'm Jim Friend. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Take care, everybody, and God bless.